Go with me to Mark 11, 23 and 24. A good old scripture. Oh, got to get my glasses on. Everybody got it but me? Okay, Mark eleven twenty two, And it says, So Jesus answered and said to them, What did he say? Have what? Faith in God. Do we have faith in God this evening? Yes. Amen. As for, for as surely I say to you, whoever says, everyone say, says, to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things he says will be done, and he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will what? Have them. Now, the key to that scripture right there is the saying, whatever we say. And basically, whatever we say we can kind of reap from if it's good or bad. Amen? Uh, Go with me uh, also to Mark, or I mean to Matthew, or Mark, I'm sorry, Matthew 21, 21. We'll get there. Matthew 21. Matthew 21, 22. And the lesson of the fig tree. And when the disciples saw it, they marveled, saying, How did the fig tree wither so soon? And Jesus answered and said to them, Surely I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to that fig tree, but it also, if you say to the mountain, Be removed and cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever things you ask in my prayer, believing you will receive them. There we have that word say again. So how are you talking to yourself these days? What are we saying? Oh, it's going to get bad. It's going to get bad. Oh, my God. It's going to get bad. (laughs) Bad. You have a bunch of sheep. But anyway, the saying is what we got to get a hold of, and tonight I'm doing something very different, and I want to thank you all for being here tonight, but I'm going to do a couple things on the PowerPoint for you, and basically, I looked at it today and I thought, you know what, that's good stuff. Are we up there already? Are we? Are we up there now? Okay. So what do we got to do on that, in that picture right there? We've got to renew our mind. Amen? Amen? Renewing our mind on a daily basis. Not with the things that we're hearing from others, but renewing the mind for what we're hearing from the Word of God and what we're hearing from the Spirit of God. And I think that's very important this day and hour that we live in. And so, basically, we'll go to the next one. And I'll have to turn to read these because it's a little small on there. But 
that we understand, it's very important that we understand that we must be born again to enter the kingdom of heaven. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless what? One is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Most surely I say to you, unless one is born of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. John 3, 3, 7, he says, he who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe him is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Amen. Next one. It says, these are the facts of a Christ's life. Our confession is, and you say these with me, because I'm going I'm to listen for you. It's, say this, God is what he says he is. I am what he says I am. God has what he says he has. I have what he says I have. And God will do what he says. And he will do. I can do what he says. And I can do. Put that in your heart. You say that every day. Now, I'm going to go to uh, basically the five senses. And the first one is what we hear with our ears. The next part is goes to the spirit heart and believes. And the, and the cycle goes around and says what comes out of our mouth. And we're going to touch on those things. And I'm going to use some real nice little pictures here. There we go. For the hearts of this people have grown dull and their ears are hard of hearing. Matthew 13, 15. And hearing that may hear and not understand, lest they should turn their sins be forgiven them. Are we hearing okay? Anybody hearing okay? All right. Let's go to the next one. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? And that's Matthew 6, 22 and 23. So what do we see? What do we see when we look out there today? We see the things of God that he's made already. Amen. It's not. So now we have the other sense. Does it make any sense? <laughs> they have ears, but they do not hear. Noses they have, but they do not smell. Psalms 115.6 says, Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaparatus the things that sent you from a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. Philippians 4.18. Let's go to the next one. Psalms 105. Don't say and don't touch my anointed one and don't my prophets do me any harm. Psalms 105.15. 2 Corinthians 6.17. Therefore come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. Go to the next one. Here it is. Wow. And my tongue shall speak of your righteousness and all of your praises all day long. 
No weapons formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in the judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants, and the Lord and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Oh, taste and see, the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Proverbs 3, 34, 8. Just a little illustration there. And this here says, what we talk is what we produce. Whether our words are positive or negative, they are seeds. They will produce. Whatever, whatever we sow, we will, we will personally reap. It is impossible to negate that law. Mark 4.28 For the earth yields the crops by itself first and made them the head after the full grain the head. And now, basically, I was born and raised on a farm, so a cob of corn back there was feed for the cattle or whatever it was for. But, but, uh, but a lot of times my mom would plant sweet corn, so we had sweet corn. And today we still get sweet corn. I never see a cob of corn today, but that was the feed that we had. And what's so unique about that is there's about 800 kernels in a cob of corn. Five to 800, they said. And in John 12, 24, it says, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless the grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains alone, but, it, but if it dies, it produces much grain. All right? And that one kernel there, if you, how, how many of you guys like popcorn? Everybody likes popcorn. And that little seed that was back there, and you, you pop the corn, but does every kernel pop when you get done? No, they're not. What is wrong? Well, I was reading on that and found out that when that corn drops the, drops the kernel, there's a little hole, littler than a pinhead, that it loses its uh, power because it's got to swell up to pop. And the pressure of that little, little seed is basically hasn't got the pressure anymore to pop just on that one kernel. So if you got bad popcorn, you buy better stuff. <laughs> you got, got a lot of bad seeds in there. But that's, that kind of was amazing because I often wondered, why are these kernels laying in the bottom of that bowl when I'm eating some popcorn? But yet, for the cows, cows didn't mind eating that because it had a little hole in it. So basically, it was, it was worth something to them. But I believe that we all like popcorn, and sorry I didn't have some here for you tonight. And, and basically... Uh, we're going to talk about the parable of the sower. And basically, Mark 4, 3, it says, Listen and behold, a sower went out to sow, and he said to them, He who has ears to hear, let him what? But when he is alone, those around him with the twelve ask him about the parable. 
And he said to them, To you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to those who are outside all things become parables, so that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest they should turn and their sins be forgiven them. And he said to them, Do you not understand the parable? How then will you understand all the parables? Is this the word? It's the word. Matthew twelve twenty four. And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Luke six forty three. For a good tree does not bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. But every tree that is known by its own fruit, who's the trees? We're the trees. Amen. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from the bramble bush. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of heart brings forth evil. Luke 6.45, But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my saying and does, and does them, I will show you whom he is like. Luke 6.48, Jesus tells us what kind of soil to build on. So what kind of soil should we build on? Good soil, that's right. Death and life are in the power of what? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Can the tongue be tamed? Yes. No. How would you eat if your tongue was tamed? How would you talk to somebody else if it was tamed? Oh, you're saying this. Control. control. You've got to control your tongue. I've always said, what's in here is the Spirit of God. What's in here, if it's not full, something else is going to come out of here. And whatever you put in here is going to stay in here and not go down into here. Because there's bad and good, right? Good soil, bad soil. So we have to be careful this day and hour what we're listening to and who we're listening to. Listen to our pastor, what he's teaching us and what he's saying to us. Don't just walk out the door and say, I'm going to go to the cafe and eat. Let's start gathering it in our, in our head and then coming into our spirit so we know where we're going and what direction we are going to go. Amen? And so, as I, as I was meditating on that scripture, and, and, and i kind of been getting convicted, not kind of, it's kind of been tough when you start getting convicted about something that you know that you should really actually be doing rather than playing the game of church. So anyway, as I was meditating on that, I thought, hmm, interesting, Lord, interesting. And the harvest is great, but the labors are few. The Lord is the harvest that we need. He wants us at Harvest Bible Church. I believe this, that we got to start getting a heart for the lost 
What more can Pastor Mark teach us that we would go out there and do that? Everything we get, we hide in here, and it never goes out there. Nowadays, there are souls by the millions looking to come in, looking to come in. And we're still trying to figure out if Pastor Mark's going to tell us to do that. He's our leader, right? Do we, are we led by the Spirit of God? Amen. Do we have the Spirit of God in us? Is he talking to you? What's he saying to you? I don't want to know what he's saying to you, but I just want to know if he's talking to you. Amen. So let's finish up on this. got to watch my time here. Words can release the promises of God, and words can block the promises of God. There's a creative force behind words that are spoken. God's desire for us is to reap blessings and prosperity, to claim it, and much of the power is in us what we confess. Everyone will confess something today. Why not confess the good things in life? I'll be honest with you, I had a kind of a bad day. Not everything that was coming from me was real good. But God forgave me. God forgives people, right? And basically, we have to just humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord. Once we humble ourselves and say, God, I belong to you and not to me anymore. I don't belong to anybody else, but I belong to you. Do you know I'm his son? Do you know what a father does to his son? He teaches him, tells him what he needs to do, and that's what a father tells his son and daughters. Amen? So, I got another one of these tongue things here. Proverbs 21.3 says, Whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from what? Proverbs 18.21, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall what? Eat the fruit of thereof. So you can either be positive or you can be negative. Whatever, you're going, whatever you decide tomorrow morning when you wake up or tonight yet when you're going home or whatever you're doing, we can decide what we're going to say. Amen? Amen. We have to control our mind. God is not going to do it for us. Amen? Control our minds. To control your mouth, you must control your mind. Right and wrong thinking is the basis for controlling your words. And do not be conformed to this world, but be what? By the renewing of your what? That you may prove what is good and acceptable and the what? The perfect will of God. Who, Who wants to be in the perfect will of God? Amen. We all want to be in the perfect will of God. But I believe there's a little price always to pay. And you put correct thoughts in your mind, get the thought to become an imagination and become a stronghold according to God's word. The word will burn in your mind, it will come out of your mouth, and you will direct the path according to the word of God. This is the positive sides of thoughts, imaginations, and strongholds. So how do we deal with strongholds? With the word of God. How do we deal with anything that's in the world? Healing, 
whatever it might be, finances, whatever it might be, how should we deal with it? That's right. So the Peter answered and said to him, explain the parable to us. And he said, and Jesus said, are you still without understanding? Do you not understand whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is eliminated? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed what? Didn't sound very good. Murders, adulteries, fornication, thefts, false witnessing, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile him. Isn't that a lovely guy? Ephesians 4.29 Let no foul or polluting language or evil word or unwholesome or unworthiness talk even come out of your mouth. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.7 At the same time, they learn to go around from house to house since they have nothing else to do Not only this, but they also gossip and get involved in other people's business, saying things they shouldn't say. Truth. Okay. We need to balance our words. Balancing our words is like eating the right food. What do you see on the the right side of me, or the left side of your left side? You see negative. What's in there? Salt and pepper shaker and whatever else. What's the positive? It's fruit. So that's what our words should be also. It should be positive and not negative. We should weigh them out, positive or negative. Amen? I can't, I can't mess around long because I ain't got much time. <laughs> so here's another one. Do you realize that the enemy has a list, of, a list of ways he wants to destroy you? My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Hosea 4.6, through anger, debt, divorce, depression, low self-esteem, failure, poverty, stealing, lying, cheating, manipulation, fear, just name a few. They're alive. Romans 10.7 kind of pulls us out of it here. 10.17, Romans 10.7, faith comes by what? And hearing by the what? Romans 10, 9 and 10. That if you will confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, that God raised him from what? Is he dead? No. No. You shall be saved. For it is with your heart, the human spirit, that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. That's right. The other word didn't show up down there. Saved. The new confession. What'd you say? So we should. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Okay, I'm going to give you some confessions. We're going to walk through these. I'm created in God's likeness. You can say it, because that way, you know, when you say when you say something, it comes real to you. If I say it, it only comes real to me. Yeah. So. I'm somebody important in God's eyes. 
He believes in me. He loves me and needs me. I'm a part of his plan. God loves me as much as he loves anyone else. Whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps the soul from trouble. Proverbs 21, 23. Some good confessions. Daily confession to say. But what is it? What does it say? The word is where? Near you. In your what? And in what? That is the word of faith we preach. Everybody like the word of faith? That if you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I know we read this before. For with the heart one believes into righteousness and with the mouth of confession is made salvation. Christ redeemed us, redeemed me from us. I'm going to say Christ redeemed us from what? Therefore, I forbid any sickness or disease to come on my body. Every disease, germ, and every virus that touches my body dies instantly in the name of Jesus. Every organ and every tissue of the body functions in the perfection to which God created to function. And I forbid any malfunction in this body in the name of Jesus. Everyone say in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, let's try another one. I got a lot of these. I am from God and have overcome Satan because the one who is in me is greater than the one who is in the world. No weapon formed against me shall prosper for my righteousness of from the Lord. But whatever I do will prosper for I am like a tree that planted by the rivers of water. I will fear no evil. For you are with me, Lord. Your word and your spirit, they comfort me. I am far from oppression, and fear does not come near me. I'll skip a few here. Okay. I have the mind of Christ. Hold the thoughts, feeling, and purposes of his heart. Do we all have the mind of Christ? We carry that all day long with us. Amen? All day long, we carry the mind of Christ with us. That's right, even in our sleep. Amen. Even when we go to the bank. Even when we pay our bills. Even when the car breaks down. I'm a believer and not a doubter. I hold fast to my confession of faith. I decide... To walk by faith and practice faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word. And Jesus is the author in completing my life. You're catching it. I let the word of God dwell in me richly. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to walk back up here a little ways and I'm going to read this one. I decide, I decide to walk by faith and practice faith. I decide. We have to decide. We have to decide. Amen. Okay, one, one more. Ah, 
Okay, this is a good one. I am the body of Christ, so Satan has no power over me, and I've overcome evil with what? Ooh, the more we do good, the more we overcome him. I am a doer of the word of God, and I'm blessed in my deeds. I take the shield of faith, and I quench every fiery dart that wicked one brings against me. Woo! I'm an overcomer. I'm an overcomer. <laughs> i got to say that a couple times. And I overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. Amen. Last one. And boy, we're doing good. Hallelujah. Confession. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, and I call all your heaven and earth to witness this day that I am what your word says I am. I'm an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. I know you so well, for I recognize your voice and obey it. Heavenly Father, as I confess the word this morning, help me to rise to a new level of faith. I believe that the spoken word out of my mouth will work for me and release the ability of God within myself and cause His word and His power to become available to me. Help me imitate Jesus, my Savior, and then I can talk and act like Him and love and bless other, other people each day. Thank you, Father, for the victory you've granted me through your Son, Jesus. Father God, I confess... Jesus Christ is Lord over my spirit, my soul, and my body. Hallelujah. Everyone say hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. All right. We did well. We did very well. And I have a few of these that I've kind of running out of them, but I think they would be good. So we're... (laughs) You figure it out. <laughs> but anyway, we got to put a zipper on our mouth once in a while. Amen. I could have used one today a little bit. Wouldn't find the size. <laughs> but anyway, thank you, folks. Amen. If we would do these things on a steady basis... Next week would be a different day for you. And tomorrow. We can't grab it all, but we got something to grab. Right? And it's the Word of God. It's the Word of God. Amen. Well, Father, we just thank you. Now, before I go there, does everybody in here know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? All right. I didn't see Sylvia raise her hand. <laughs> you better come up. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. Hallelujah. The Lord watches you, Sylvia. <laughs> That's Sylvia. <laughs> But anyway, glad to know that I got brothers and sisters in the Lord. Glad to know that I can depend on you and you can depend on me. We're together. We're a unit. We have unity and that's important. We have love. That's important. Amen. 
and we can help one another. That's important. Right? Mm -hmm. So, amen. Hallelujah. Father, we just come to you and we just thank you and we praise you tonight for the words that we've spoken. We thank you that they will never leave us. Them words that we have in us, that we can say them on a daily basis. And we just thank you, Father God, that we are overcomers, that it said we were. And I just thank you and I praise you and that you know the first from the last and the last from the first. And I just thank you and I praise you. With all the things that are going on, we trust you that you're doing what you said you would do. And that would help anybody that needs help. It, you are there for us. You sent your son to help us. And you got the whole, and, and his son left us with the Holy Ghost to minister to us. And we just thank you, Holy Spirit, on a one-to-one that he ministers to each and every one of us and speaks to us by the word of God or by the spirit that lives with inside of us. And we just thank you and we praise you. And we just thank you, Father God, that you bring our pastors back quickly in Jesus' name. And we just thank you and we praise you, Father God. And we just give you the praise and the glory in the majestic name of our Son, Jesus Christ. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Where's, 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 uh, <laughs> looking for you. All right. Thanks. Thank uh, Greg. He set me up today with this PowerPoint. So. Praise God. Amen. There you go. All right, well, we're going to take up tonight's tithes and offerings. Yeah, you could just leave it there. Uh, if you're given by cash or check, there's envelopes in the seat backs in front of you. Um, if you want to give electronically uh, by uh, card or Bank account, we have our, uh, you can use the Church Center app. You can find it on the App Store or the Google Play Store, um, also through our website. Or you can text any amount to 84321. And then if you haven't already set that up, you will get a text back inviting you to set up an account. Um, so... Um, Carl, do we do we pray before you collect it, or do you collect it first? I don't remember. Okay. All right, well, we'll pray for the offering, and then we'll collect it. Father, we just thank you. It's a privilege to give into your kingdom. We just ask that you just take these finances and multiply the kingdom. We just thank you for everything that you're doing, not only in Stockton, but San Joaquin County, California, the nation, and the world. We thank you for revival. We just um, count it a privilege to be in your family, and we give thankfully, joyfully. We ask that you bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, a couple of announcements. We are going to have our annual church business meeting on Tuesday, May 13th. That will be at 7. Oh, what did I say? May. Okay, I'm sorry. March. March 13th. Tuesday, March 13th, uh, that will be our annual church business meeting, so I know Pastor and Jim, uh, they would love for as many people who want to be here to be here, hear about all that God's been doing at Harvest Bible Church in the last year. We've got a lot of exciting projects in the works right now. The 14th? Okay, sorry, March 14th, Tuesday, 7, yeah. Seven, And then also tomorrow is the Ladies 55 Plus group. They're going to see the movie, uh, was it Jesus Revolution? Yeah. So, 
they're going to meet here and use the church van to all go together, so that'll be cool. And then we have the men's breakfast this Saturday at 8 o'clock. Steak and eggs. That's right. That's right. So that's going to be good. No cost to uh, attend that. Um, I do want to point out, if you would like to get text reminders about the men's breakfast, you can text the word MEN to 209-546-6605, and then we have text messages that go out every month to remind you uh, that we're having the men's breakfast. So come together, fellowship. It's always a good time. Well, thank you for everyone for being here tonight. Oh, that's right. You do have an announcement. Thank you. Hey, hey, thanks, Sam, for bringing uh, all that word to us tonight. That was awesome. Yes. Well, I have a couple of really exciting announcements uh, this evening. One of them is, unfortunately, you don't have a lot of time for, because Pacific Justice Institute is having a Zoom call if you want to learn how to join a school board, become elected to a school board. All of us know that our school boards need good people on them. Amen? Amen. So this uh, Zoom call is tomorrow, March 2nd at 2 p.m. And you can go on to register for this event uh, on the HBC website. Uh, it's at, on the cat web part of the website under the event page. Marilyn's got that posted right there for you. You just got to click the registration button. And you, can, and you can go right in there. If you want a reminder to take with you this evening, we have some flyers that we'll give you on your way out. Second thing is on Monday, coming up March 6th, there's a California March for Life. Is there any pro-lifers in the crowd tonight? I kind of thought so. So um, join us. Uh, uh, on March 6th, we're going to try to do the church fan again. Party van. So uh, we're going to try to take the van up if we have enough participation. So if you can sign up this evening and then again on Sunday, the, the event's going to be at the Capitol. It's at 12, it starts at 12 p.m. They're going to have a, a rally with some really good speakers there, so we want to get there for that. And then at 1 p.m., we'll start the march, and it'll take about 45 minutes to do the actual march. Bring some signs with you. Um, we're going to leave from the church here at 10:30 and we're going to tr- if we get enough people otherwise those of us are going to go by ourselves I guess <clears throat> but also I got some flyers for you to remind you of that too and then let us know if you're going to come because we're going to take the van if there's enough of us so uh let Marilyn or Melanie or myself or Janine know that you're coming and that's it so I guess you're dismissed now thank you <laughs>